Hey guys, welcome back to our second podcast. Super excited for this episode because this episode is all about finding your purpose, understanding, you know, or trying to figure out what even is our purpose. And I want to start out just with like a weird kind of informal way and go over the definition of purpose. And so the definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Yeah. And me and Bren both took uh, notes on our computer. And the first one I think is the most important one. And it's just, you know, you got to listen to God to find out what your purpose is and pray about it constantly. You know, you can never pray too much. Just continue to pray about it. Oh, God loves meeting meeting you in prayer. It's his favorite thing. Um, and I feel that, like, when it comes to praying about, you know, your purpose and trying to figure that out, you're asking God to reveal to you, like, hey, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to jump in. I want to know, like, what is it that you need me to do? And it's asking him, you know, whether whatever it is you're doing right now, is that from him or is it from, you know, the world or yourself? Like, is what I'm doing right now what I want to do or is it what God wants me to do? Yeah, and touching on that, I feel like ever since I was a young kid, you know, I always thought that I was going to be some big-time football player or big-time baseball player, and I felt like that was my purpose. But, you know, turns out that's not what it was, and I'm really still searching for my purpose as we speak. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes it takes time when yeah. praying. You, you're, I feel like not all the time you're going to pray once and he's just like, oh, it's this. I mean, maybe for some people, but sometimes, you know, that consistent, persistent prayer is what yeah. it takes. But um, also bouncing off, you know, what we're saying about is this like from us or from the world or from him? I want to go into kind of talking about what the world says versus what God says. So the world may say, you know, you really don't have too much of a purpose. I mean, you, there's billions. I don't think that's the world. I think that's the devil. The devil, yes. Yeah. But like a worldly, you know, yeah. enemy view. The devil view. wants you to feel like you have no purpose or that you're worthless. And you yeah. just, yeah. Him saying like, you know, there's billions or however many people on the earth. What makes you think that you too have something to do? Yeah. But there's plenty of people. Like, of course he's going to tell you that because he doesn't want you to, you know, go head on into the world spreading God's word. Yeah. And doing what God needs you to do. Yeah. And I feel like um, lately, you know, I've been praying to God and talking to him and asking him what my purpose is. And I feel like, uh, I feel like my purpose in this world is to just be a fisher of men. Matthew 4.19 says, come follow me, Jesus said. And I will send you out to fish for people. And I feel like that's what I was put on this earth to do, is just find people and spread God's word. And, you know, maybe save save some people along the way. I feel like that's really what my calling is, and that's what I love to do. So that's what I feel like my purpose is. And I feel like that goes into, you know, versus what God says about, you know, your purpose and having purpose. Because... What the enemy says or what the world says, you know, is the complete opposite from what God says. God mm-hmm. says, you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he does, yes, he talks about, you know, in the Bible, the fisher of men. 
God put you here for a reason, for a purpose. Bounce it back to that definition, created for, you know. He created you for a reason. Yes, there may be billions of people on earth, but when you do get that word from him of what your purpose is, no one else can do that the way that you can because he created you to do that. He didn't create Sally or Ashley or whoever to do that. He created you for that. And just remember, don't ever let fear get in the way of what God wants you to do. Because a lot of times, you know, God will tell you, hey, go talk to that dude over there. Spread my word. And sometimes, like it's happened to me before. You know, I felt like God's been telling me, you know, go talk to this man about God. And I get too nervous or just I'm just not comfortable doing it. So I just don't do it. But at the end of the day, I just have to realize that, you know, that's the devil. He's trying to scare me out of doing something good for God. And I just have to figure out how to overcome that and spread his word. Yeah, I feel like when you are diving into your purpose, you should take things like boldness, courage, um, praying into those things, um, asking God to give you, you know, that boldness and that courage for that very reason. Because even I've gone through that when God's like, just, I need you to go tell her this. I need you to go say this to him. And you're like, sometimes it can be like, what? Like, that doesn't even make sense. But it will make sense to them because it's coming from God. It's not supposed to make sense to you. But then it's kind of like, mm, I don't really want to do that. Like, that's, yeah. that's weird. God, I'm not going over there and doing that. And uh, I actually have a story I want to tell about my one of my good friends, Ethan. He... Uh, you know, he was coming over. He was sending me texts like, hey, Weston, can we come over and do Bible studies and stuff? You know, I got somebody at my work that I feel like I need to spread the word to him. And I don't feel like I'm knowledgeable enough to do that. And I think I think me and Brennan are planning on bringing Ethan on a podcast and letting him share that story. But I'm just going to go over it a little bit because I feel like it has a lot to do with, you know, your purpose. And, you know, Ethan came over. He told me about this guy and how he felt like he needed to, you know, spread God's word to him. And, you know, we came over, we did some Bible studies. And after work one day, Ethan ended up just going over there and it took a lot of courage and he just talked to him about God. And, you know, I feel like God uses people that maybe aren't 100% right with him to spread his word. Don't feel like you have to be this perfect person and just always praising God for him to use you because he will use anybody. You know, and you just have to know when he wants, like, just know when he's talking to you and needing you to spread his word. Yes. I mean, after, you know, when Mary Magdalene and Simon Peter then found the linen cloths in the tomb and, you know, he sent Mary Magdalene to go spread that word that he had risen. Mm-hmm. The same woman who had been overcome with like seven demons, seven like spirits or whatever. Yep. Yeah, he'll use anybody. Like, don't feel like you, like I said, don't feel like you have to be this perfect person for him to use you because that's not how it is. Yeah, so it's that praying for that boldness, that courage over, you know, the fear or the doubt. Because the enemy will make you doubt. You can be right on the edge. Like, walk into that person. The enemy's like, really? You're going to seem real dumb. They're going to look at you like, really? Yeah. But... The feeling after you do deliver that message is like, wow. Like, you have no idea how that could change their life. And 
Another thing that I think is actually very important is to take with you is desperation for the presence of the Lord. When you are so desperate enough to like, you know, God, give me these opportunities. I, I want to feel your presence. I want you, your presence to be in me, with me. I want to go in this, you know, headstrong and not just settling for a Sunday service or just a simple one song in the car. Not saying that those things aren't good. They obviously are. But it's just being desperate to want more, to want to feel God with you. Yeah. And I feel like uh, another thing with me is, I know Brynn knows this, but I I hate public speaking. Like, it's probably my biggest fear. Like, I absolutely hate that. And I feel like what God wants me to do is spread his word. And I feel like that's a big crutch of mine because, you know, I'm I'm literally terrified of public speaking. I hate it. And, you know, to spread God's word, sometimes you have to do it in groups of people. And I'm just not comfortable with that yet. And, you know, I have to overcome that crutch and, you know, be able to overcome that and, and do what God is calling me to do. So, you know, there's probably some people out there that are uh, afraid of stuff like that, maybe public speaking and stuff. And I just ask that you pray about that because that's what I've been doing. And, you know, it'll get better. I feel like that fear really is the, like, the biggest road kind of block. Yeah. And that, because whether it's, you know, like, your true fear of, like, public speaking or it's the fear of, like, what are they going to think about me? Like, what if they think I'm, like, what is this girl talking about? Yeah. Or that kind of thing. And I feel like it's truly the time of, you know, just breaking those walls down and going for it. And taking, that's what I said, taking prayer along the way for that. Yeah. I just, uh, like, my dad and my dad's always told me, Weston, you're going to be a preacher one day. And I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't mind that. And I talked to Brent about that, too. Like, I would love to be a preacher, but I feel like that the fear of public speaking really holds me back from a lot of stuff. And, you know, once I can overcome that, maybe I could be a preacher one day. I don't know. But I feel like God called me and Bryn to do this podcast for now just because maybe that, maybe this is the best way for me to get my word across to y'all without, you know, having that fear of public speaking. Because right now we're just sitting in a closet just talking yeah. to the phone. <laughs> we definitely are sitting in a closet. Um one thing I think actually plays a big factor in purpose are spiritual gifts. Whether it's certain spiritual gifts that you have already, um, those you may want, you know, that you're constantly praying about. Because, you know, you take those spiritual gifts that you have and they're kind of like your aid. You use them, or and they help you get your best ability. And those, even you know, you're like, well, maybe I don't. Ha- I like I don't have the right spiritual gift for this thing that God's telling me to do. Okay, well, that's when you pray about it, because you can pray and pray and ask to receive whatever spiritual gift that may be. Yeah, and remember, guys, you know, just praying to God one time about something you're struggling with isn't always, you know, you got to pray mm-hmm. every day constantly about that one thing. Please God, help me with this every day constantly. Cuz you know, he wants you to continue to ask for that. And God, I mean, you got to be patient. Yeah. Cuz he's not always just going to help you out right then and there. You just got to wait on it and be patient. There's and it'll come. Seasons, you know. 
He's letting you go through things he's secretly equipping you for. And, you know, but on your side of it, you're looking like, why are you not, you know, giving this to me yet? Why are you not helping me yet? What are you doing? But one thing, which we had, you know, the women's conference yesterday, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, But one thing we learned during one of the teachings is that God does not waste your time. He is not a man of wasting time. So in those times when you're angry and that and those prayers, like you are praying consistently, you're like, I'm still asking you for this. Or like you're upset and you're like, I've been asking you for this. Why aren't you doing it? He's working on it on the other side. Yeah. He's equipping you for that or equipping you for something that's maybe not even what you think you need, but what he knows you need. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Just just remember, I'm going to say it one more time, just continue and continue to pray about it because that is the best thing to do. And just make sure you listen. You know, it might be just a thought that goes through your head and you just have to know, like, that's God telling me to do this. And that, you know, that happens with me a lot. Like, I'll just be, like, I was reading the Bible one day and I, I was looking up at the sky, talking to God, like, please talk to me, you know. Tell me what you want me to do. And I know like, a lot of y'all are going to be like, what? This man's crazy. But I was looking at the clouds. And I was just looking at this one cloud. And then I came back down to my Bible. And the first word in the Bible was clouds. So, like, as weird as that may sound, I feel like that's God speaking to me right there at that point yeah. in time. Whether it's through, you know, prayer, thoughts, signs, and things, or other people. You know, be, be you know, faithful enough to be open to seeing those things and if you're not or you're like there's no way why don't you pray about it and be like hey god you know i think this is absolutely crazy but if you'd give me the ears to hear the eyes to see and the ability to feel this presence of yours show me in you know any way possible yep because he will show up no matter what he will show up oh he never leaves yeah whether it's whether it's, you know, a month down the road from when you first prayed or, you know, three years down the road, it's going to happen. You just have to be patient and just know that God is good and he's, and he's always going to take care of you. You know, I've, uh, one verse that stays, uh, good with me. I don't know what it is, but it talks about, you know, if God can feed the birds, then well, isn't it something like that? You know, if God can feed the bird, you don't, you've never heard this verse. <laughs> it's like, you know, that sounds so bad. if God could feed the birds, uh, you know, from the ground, why, why should you worry about your next meal? It's something like that. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up right now and see what it is, but yeah. it's something like that. I know this one he's talking about, um, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow's worry of itself. Yeah. But... The true foundation, which this was mentioned a little bit back in the last episode, but the true foundation of purpose is, you know, loving God and loving others. I talked about that or touched on it a little bit. You're to love God and you're to love others. And it says there's no commandments greater than these. That's where you start. If you need a starting spot, that is where you start. You know, loving God, giving him your all, spending time with him, you know, leaning into him and loving others. Even when it's hard, you know, you get a rude person at work or someone says something or someone's just getting on your nerves. You love them the way God would love them. 
All right, guys, I found the verse, and it is. Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and uh, yet, he whoa. and yet your <laughs> heavenly Father feeds, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth way more than they? So basically, it's saying, you know, if if God's taking care of the birds, why are you worried? Because you're worth way more than just a bird. And I feel like you know that that shows a a lot about how how much God you know loves you because He takes care of the birds. He's definitely definitely gonna take care of you. Okay, um, bouncing sort of like bounce back and forth, but back to what I was saying about you know the foundation of loving God and loving others. And I was talking about how you could you know it's hard sometimes if you get a rude person at work or someone's just really irritating you or they're just you know hard to love. I bounce back to this quote I saw, which I'm going to read to y'all right quick. And it's about loving others. And it's like a real, like, wow, like kind of like a good reminder. This is what it says. And this is especially good for like people you may like just have some bitterness to, or you're just like, mm, you know, it says, Jesus is hanging on the cross and people are mocking him, spitting at him ridiculing him, cussing at him, laughing at his slow and painful death. And all he does is lifts his head and says, forgive them. That's the kind of love I want to have. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So, you know, even when you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to love this person. I know it says that there's no commandments greater than these, but I know. Like, they don't deserve my love. Okay, well, Jesus was hanging on a cross, dying a slow death, with people harassing him. And all, like, he just said, forgive them. He could have, you know, said some stuff back. I know, if you think, put yourself in that position, you would have had some stuff to say. Yeah, for sure. So you just kind of put yourself in that place and bring it to your modern situation. Yeah. All right, God, I'm just going to forgive them. Help me to love those who are hard to love. Yeah. Yeah, that's very strong. You got any more? Yeah, I'm just going to end with these two verses. Okay. And I think we can close it out. So I have Matthew 7:21, which says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And then I have, which the will of the, you know, the will would be, you know, spreading his word, having that relationship, bringing people into the kingdom, that kind of yeah. perspective then we have romans twelve two, which says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god and what is good and what is acceptable and perfect so having being able to have that discernment of okay is what i'm doing the will of god like we were talking about earlier is this what god wants me to do is this what i want to do yeah. And it's, okay, is what I'm doing good and acceptable and perfect to God? Or does it go against what he says? That kind of thing. So I just kind of wanted to include those at the end to kind of let them sit on your heart. And you can go and read and kind of break down into chunks if you want to. That was Matthew seven twenty one and Romans 12, 2. Yeah. And uh, this was more of a shorter uh, episode today. 
But that's just, you know, when when you talk about finding your your purpose for God, really the main thing is just, you know, listening and praying. And, you know, listening to God and figuring out what he wants to tell you. That's I mean, there's yeah. there's not really much more to say about that. So, you know, if you guys are wanting to listen to another podcast, last podcast was about lukewarm Christianity, and that was a really great one. We got a lot of good feedback on that one. So if y'all are new, I would encourage y'all to go listen to that one. Oh, yeah, one. that one's really good. And like last time was said, um, if you have questions or, you know, something you're dealing with, some confusion or, you know, you just want to talk, feel free to contact us and you'll have someone to talk to. And just remember, if you ever need a starting point, loving God and loving others, mm-hmm. that's the foundation. That's the place to run to. Yep. And sometimes it is hard to love other people, but you, you gotta know. do it. Yeah. You know, it's the number one thing is yeah. love. And if you want a topic for us to cover, maybe you're, you know, wanting to know more about or talk about, send it our way. Yep. And we would love to do a podcast on it. All right, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next episode. We'll see you next episode. <laughs>